The cowboy made it pretty clear he wasn't interested in any sort of conversation. When Matty opened his mouth to repeat his question, Baxter reached over and turned the radio on. And apparently, he expected Matty to be quiet as well. It was the longest two hours of Matty's life. If he had known it was going to be like this, he would have run back to his room and grabbed his iPod. Once they were in the city, they drove straight to the ranch supply store. Wait here, Baxter said as he got out of the truck, slamming the door behind him. Oh, he speaks, Matty mumbled to himself as he watched Baxter's fine ass disappear into the store. Several minutes later, Baxter emerged from the store and motioned for Maddie to get out of the truck. With the help of one of the employees, Maddie and Baxter got all of the supplies they had ordered loaded into the bed of the truck. A short and quiet drive to the home improvement store was their next stop. Maddie followed Baxter through the warehouse, pulling a flatbed cart. Baxter headed straight for the roofing aisle. Here, he said, handing Maddie a piece of paper. Check off that we have everything. Maddie helped Baxter load the flatbed with the list of items needed for a roof repair. Still, he bit his tongue and was silent. After they checked out, they rolled the cart out to Baxter's pickup truck. By the time the truck was loaded, Maddie was hungry and tired. He was starting to get cranky. Oh, thank God, Maddie murmured when Baxter pulled into the parking lot of a steakhouse restaurant. The time between ordering and getting their food was filled with an awkward silence. Maddie tried once more to engage Baxter in conversation, but quickly became frustrated with the cowboy's reluctance to answer even the simplest of questions. With an overdramatic sigh, he stopped trying. After they finished eating, their last destination before returning home was a clothing store that catered to ranchers. Maddie walked over to the gloves. He needed a good pair. Brian had given him a pair of hand-me-downs that were on their last legs, or fingers. Here, Baxter said as he tossed a pair of shrink-wrapped packages at Maddie. Maddie caught them and looked up at Baxter. Long underwear? You're gonna need them, and soon. Okay. He looked down at the packages in his hand, which were marked a size large and blushed. These are too big. Baxter smirked. Maddie resisted the urge to roll his eyes and walked past him to replace them with mediums. He grabbed some heavy socks while he was at it. Once they were back on the road for home, Baxter pulled out the stub of a cigar. He lit up without even asking Maddie if it was okay. Sure, it was Baxter's truck, and he looked hot as fuck puffing on the stogie, but still. Maddie sat back in the seat and didn't bother trying to talk to Baxter. He tipped his hat down over his eyes and decided to take a nap. When the truck came to a stop, Maddie sat up and tapped his hat back, surprised he had slept so soundly the entire way. As he looked around, he realized they had stopped at a highway rest area. They weren't home yet. The sun had long since set, and the parking lot and sidewalks were lit with old lampposts. Wait here, Baxter grunted. Maddie watched Baxter step out of the truck and walk up to a small, nondescript building. Man, his muscled ass looked good in those tight wranglers.
The rest area was quiet except for the rumbling engines of a couple of semi-trucks on the other side of the lot. After a couple of minutes, curiosity got the better of Maddie. He got out of the truck, dropped his hat on the seat, and shut the door, then walked up to the building. The men's room door creaked loudly as he went inside. Maddie cringed as the heels of his cowboy boots echoed on the dingy vinyl floor. The middle of three stalls was occupied, and Maddie took the farthest stall, latching the door closed behind him. He held his breath, trying to keep himself from panting. He should have stayed in the truck like Baxter had told him. After wiping down the seat with some toilet tissue, he sat down with his pants still buttoned up. Closing his eyes, he tapped his fingers on his knees for a few seconds until he couldn't stand it anymore. He bent over and slightly looked under the stall partition at Baxter's booted feet. It was definitely Baxter.